All right, episode three, the COD, hey. Paul Ryan, back in effect. Got our man's jam the f- jams the flavor child joining us today, yeah. early yeah. before the uh, early afternoon festivities. You know what I mean? That's you know cool. what I'm saying? But uh, nah, man, you see us just to get everybody uh, in tune. Thank you for checking in. Episode one and two, episode three, gonna be more of the same. We're uh, elevating every day. You see, we got our mic set up now, so our audio should be yeah. should be smooth. But let's start with jams, man, before we get into it. For the people who don't know who you are, yeah, let them know who Jams TFC, Jams the Flavor Child is. Um, I'm Jams, J-A-M-S, the Flavor Child. Uh, I'm from Chicago. I'm a voice for the unheard, man. I make music for the kids trying to find their way. Um, I just put out a project called Clarity. It came out May 22nd. It's my second album, but the first one I put out in about four years, and... Yeah, that's that, man. Everything kind of going up right now. I think that's a lot of energy around the music, as much as there could be, you know, because we can't go outside and everything. Um, but yeah, everything going up right now, man. Everything in the jams world is real good. Hey, hey, hey congrats. Hey. Congrats on hitting that 100K. I, was about, I saw that. Yeah, I was about to say, man, you, you're pretty humble, man, but the Clarity album was hot, 100K, man, on yeah. the streams. You know, you, yeah. you're dropping the uh, Tiny Death Sessions, man. Go ahead and uh, yeah. go into that, man. What, what, what made you uh, go that direction? Um, well, the clarity, the clarity, you know, then like today's like streaming area, I don't really like to judge like when music comes out right away, like what the numbers are, whatever, because it's too much shit, you know, like you find good music, like when one of my artists puts out an album, I, I listen to it when I want to listen to it. I don't need, feel the need to listen to it right now, right. you know, like, oh, 9 a.m., let me get out of, you know, um, and I think it's important to like judge like streams and everything, uh, over time of progression, you know, like I think Clarity's a classic piece uh, of art, you know, I think it's a, a timeless piece of music. And I'm I'm hella excited that it did like a, the, the 100,000 streams in the first month, but I'm more excited to see like what it'll do in a year, you know, because I know there's a lot of art that can't like, that isn't timeless, you know, and that people make it for like today and tomorrow. And I'm really excited to see what, you know, what it does in like, in the span of time, you know, if other people kind of see it classic the way that I see it and then um the tiny desk stuff was really like I love playing with a band you know uh, the flavor child thing I always play with the band I like to play real funky all my best friends man we just it's what it looks like you know it's as fun as it looks like rehearsals like going to church it's just like it's so fun and the the live session was really like so on my new project clarity I stepped away from using a lot of live instruments usually on my on my shit I got 50, 60, 70 tracks on just one song, right? On Give Me Your Love and like Ring Ring and songs like that. Um, but on these type of songs, you know, it's got like 10, 15 tracks. It's kind of a less is more type of vibe, right? And I wanted to like bring the band back. I didn't want people to think I was just like all, all the way stepping away from that energy. And then so we challenged ourselves to, you know, strip it down tiny death style and play it like 100% acoustic, which was way more... I wouldn't say like relaxed, just a little bit more focused than we used to play. Cause it used to just be like a whole band funky ass energy on some P-funk shit. Just like pick up all of each other's slack. This is like, you know, really focused and intricate and, you know, took a lot of rehearsal, you know? That's good. So I heard you, I heard you mention a little bit about um, timeless versus music for the moment. What yeah. what uh what went into this album? What what is uh what does Clarity stand on? What were the um I guess your what was your motivation for the album and and the overall message? Um man, uh, 
Ch- clarity is it's like what it sounds like, man. It's clarity, you know. Like yeah. I'm a foggy dude. Like I don't have that much clarity, you know. I think we all, like Jay Z said, you know, thank God for granting me this moment of clarity, you know. And it's yeah. like you really feel thankful in that moment. Like you just got, like, thank you, you know. I I'm, I feel so clear right now. Now let me talk about it. Let me illustrate this this chapter of my life. Um, and I think as creatives, as artists, like like right now, you guys got this podcast. It'd be the only people that can stop you are you guys. Like, if you don't yep. do the next episode, you guys, just, you know, and you had a moment of clarity, like, this is what we're going to do. And you, you just move that fast. And I think as as creatives, when you have that moment of clarity, you got to act right. And you got to act like ASAP. You know, you can't take that, whatever you want to call it, like that spurt for, for granted. And uh, when this happened, I, uh, I was making a lot of music. I always make a lot of music. But I went into album mode and really made clarity in, like, a span of three weeks. Um, which is interesting to say, like, something Thomas could be, you know, made that fast, so to say. Um, but I think a lot of the, the stuff happens way before you go to make the actual music. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, all, all that, the whole process happens way before that. So that was all going on in my head mentally. And then I think, like, I, I just broke up with my girl that I was with for a long time. I, I was single. I was a... Uh, it was fall in Chicago, you know, like orange leaves, 50 degrees, you know, my best creative time. And it was just, I just got off my first ever tours. I was feeling myself and the energy around everything was just great. And, you know, I like, you know, I just want to step up, bro. I want to step up and make a project that was like, you know, meant a lot to me. And it all just kind of happened. Like it just aligned, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not to, not to, uh, I guess, blow up any, personal conversation you might have had with Paul but he he did mention to me about how important it was that you had moved I guess back to Chicago from LA did that go into the recording or did that influence anything so I I've never lived in LA Mm. okay I've never lived in LA I've never lived anywhere but Chicago Mm. I've I've spent a lot of time in LA I'm about to go to LA for a minute um nice but now nah, this project was recorded right here. Right? All right. Hey. <laughs> yeah, hey. Literally right here at the crib. This is my home studio. I record it here and then I take it to uh I take it to the real studio and I'll do it in like a day or two. But this uh like the sweaty part, you know, is just all done here. And I just like to tap in the mode, man. I like to like, you know, being in Chicago and being at the crib is different. I don't need like a studio. I don't need all that, you know, extra stuff. I like I like being here. Kind of like, you know, just working in the gym, and I'll take my final draft over to the studio. Nice. Hey, hey. So yeah. sp- speaking on something that you talked about, you talked about clarity and how you know you you know you reach that moment of clarity and, and you get artistic and uh, you start putting these tracks down, right? You get the vision for what you want, what you want your right. your music to be. Um, man, quarantine twenty twenty, man. How did that affect your artistic? Um, process you know how did it affect your your the way you approached your music and did it affect the way you approach your music because i know there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of stress going on you know a lot of things happen yeah. in the world yeah i think it's um with, with quarantine and quarantine only right in that time in life um it was just stale i think like creatively you know uh people could say anything they want to say about it but it was just stale right like our, right. our mental diet is you know what goes in and out of our head and like one much else going on in the world, you know what I mean? And uh, that's it. Like, it was just stale. Uh, for me personally, I finished Clarity before all this shit, you know what I'm saying? I finished, um, like, I was I was working, working, working in, like, January, February, March 
to like to run the whole summer and I wasn't gonna stop you know what I'm saying but music is definitely not like hitting like it's supposed to hit because I can't I can't get in your car with you and you know and smoke with you and listen to this. We can't hit the festival and jump up and down and listen to the shit. You can't hit the bar. I can't debut this song with the DJ. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I can't right now. I want to throw the best parties, like backyard parties Chicago ever seen. Like the energy's so lit. I think it's a new scene in Chicago that I'm cultivating, like a new a collective, a new group of people that like you could go to a backyard party, all races, all faces, all sizes, all shapes, like no judging just in this in this beautiful world. And you can't do that right now because of, cause of the, so I think there's a lot of people that got visions that right now that really can't just be seen all the way through. And it is what it is. But you can't feel bad for yourself, you know, like the universe, the whole thing, everything happened in everybody. So it's like- Everything happens for a reason, huh? Yeah, yeah, but like at the same time, like, you know, the universe is bigger than us, right? God gonna humble you all the time. And like, that's everybody going through the same thing. It's hard to really feel bad for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did that, uh, did any of that go into the motivation for the Tiny Desk series? The Tiny Just to Desk get back out there and show people that energy? We keep it a thousand. The Tiny Desk series happened in December of 2019. Oh, so uh, you were on it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but... So I performed five songs. At that time, that's just what I had. Like, Clarity wasn't like a finished album or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I think like I'm, I'm an independent artist. You know, I run Jams of Flavor Child, LLC, Solo Dolo. And that was really like, for me, like a, a new level up of, of like execution and just like leadership and like seeing ahead because it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's like hard, but the challenge as a leader is definitely to like keep your troops like reinvigorated and have high energy and like, you know, like they love this shit all the time. We play this music, it should never feel like anything else, right? But when you're doing all this shit for free and you're taking an Uber across the Chicago and it's, you know, it's 10 degrees and well, you know, all that shit happened, you need to do that two, three days a week and you know, you work in a, a minimum wage job and blah, blah, blah. Um, as a leader, you know, I, I've, been through all that, you know, I still go through all that. So I sympathize with all that and, and I recognize all that. So I know that I got these amazing musicians, but I can't just like ask them to do whatever I want, wherever I want, but well, sooner or later they get tired and you got to pick your opportunities to really like make the most out of something. And so right. for those live sessions, I really hit them all up and I was like, look, like I know we guessed, we did the tour. I shot like two music videos. Um, we played at the Gimme Your Love music video. The band like played, so we were we were rehearsing for that. Um, we were just doing like a lot of shit, you know. I was like, I was you know really asking them for a lot and for free for the love. And I hit that point where I could like sense they weren't getting tired or anything, but it's like, what's up, man? Like, you, you want to make sure they're good. Funny, they, like it's they're taken care of. Yeah, and um, luckily, like you know, they they all kind of took what I said and. I was like, man, if we do this one last thing, like in 2019, like it's really, 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 really gonna matter. And the coolest part about it mattering is like, it's not the time right now to like stunt or like put out a music video and be like, yo, I'm super fucking happy because it's not time to be that happy, right? And these live sessions are the perfect, not like in an extra smart manipulative way, and then they just, they just so happen to be the perfect thing to like, it's what people need right now. People don't need you standing on top of a car talking your shit. They need that human, pure, organic feeling. So 
you know, I think the lesson for me within it all is like, trust your ideas. Like, you know, don't be afraid to put, like when you need something to happen, like don't be afraid to push people that like, cause you believe in it that much. And like your result and your end product will always speak for itself. And uh, that's what happened with these, you know, I'm super, super happy with them. Cool. Now recently, my bad, my bad. I just want to jump in since you spoke about, you know, standing on a car. I seen a video, you weren't standing on a car, but you were around the car with the homies uh yeah. shot shot by pat banahan i've you know yeah. been lucky to be around him through mutual friends so when i saw oh, it on cool. my timeline i was like yo this is hard i want to see it cinematography everything just on pat's level shout out to pat but the yeah. song is dope too how did that video come around 1 a.m um yeah shout out pat man that's one of my best friends he's my dog he uh nice. 1 a.m video really came about like me and pat getting together and so this whole clarity thing was really like a reawakening for me personally, taking everything back to just like the human core and the foundation of me. Not even like taking it back, like reestablishing it. And visually you do the same thing, you know? So me and Pat, we always thought, yo, let's do these crazy animated videos. And, and it was just like, yo, let's just, you know, call up the homies and shoot the vibe, you know what I mean? And we, we got in the whip, literally went to the gas station. I live in Humble Park, Chicago. The gas station we went to was up the street. Um, we shot that video in an hour, bro. And, hey. uh, and it's, it's sometimes it's that energy, you know, it's just it's pure energy. You don't need to be too smart. Like, you want to figure out how to translate your purity, like figure out how to translate your your innocence, like your, your just artistic, like, hey, I'm just trying to say something, you know? I don't need to shove it down your throat or like go like this or anything. And right. Um, right. I think that's kind of the headspace we squeezed into with those videos, you know? I saw that you uh, did some small private concerts previously, right? And you mentioned, you know, you going on tour and touring. What do you prefer, man, for for like for any artists who might be listening? Oh, like, what's your experience in touring? I don't, I don't have a preference. I, I just love performing, man. I think that's what I was born to do. I, like, I love performing. It's the like, um, we were talking about like a lot of artists, like the timeless shit versus like here today, gone tomorrow music. I think it's a lot of artists that can't perform now. They suck, suck at performing. They suck dick at performing. Like, that is terrible, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not even performing. And yeah, like, I'm going to talk some shit. Like, it's really not. Like, it's crazy that a lot of people pay, you know, $75 to see someone rap on top of their vocals. Like, it's really, like, it's weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lil Wayne, he would never do that, ever. You know, and that's why Lil Wayne is the rock star he is. And, woo -woo. and I don't know, but for me personally... Um, I like both, bro. I like the challenge of an intimate set. You know, like if, if you mess it up, like it's, it's all, you know, it's really intricate. Like it takes real, real skill. Every time I do a set like that, I, I get better. Right. Um, sometimes at the live shows, you definitely lose the intimacy. That's how like the bigger live shows, right? You lose the intimacy. But I'm not like that lit, so it's still intimate. You know, like the sold out show I did was like 300, 350 people at the show. And it's, it's intimate, you know? And I think, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I love, I love playing both of them for sure. I, they, they both give me the same, the same high, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think as I'll get bigger, I'll definitely miss the intimate shows. But I'll always, like, remember what I did here, and I'll always remember how to create those shows, you know? I don't think, like, that has to be a thing of the past, you know? I think I'll keep doing those. Who are some of your uh, influences since you had uh, mentioned Lil Wayne as far as uh, when it comes to yeah. performances? 
Um, performances, man, not rappers really. Um, yeah. Like Rage Against the Machine, uh, Wayne, because Wayne's not a rapper. Um, Rage Against the Machine, man, P Funk. Like I like, I like all the funky shit. I like, you know, in the future when I get in, like to the festival circuit and stuff, I like to like. I'm gonna have a whole band just decked out, wearing a bunch of trippy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like how P Funk had like the spaceship on there. You know, yeah. I like entertainment. Like you know, entertainment and you know, like. <laughs> I'm not really dying. Done that too many like interviews. It's crazy in my head. No, I'm like, I bring this dude up in my head, you know. But like Russ, like like Russ is like getting bags right now. Like yeah, yeah. Russ probably getting six figures a show. He don't put a penny back into his show, and it's like yeah. it's weak to me. Not like uh, I like Russ, and I'm not even like throwing shade. I think like as, as if I'm a fan of somebody. I want to see you reinvest into your product. Like, yeah. you know, right. you ain't that. Not, you ain't Drake. You can't just, like, walk out here and... Drake, Drake got fireworks to his shit. Drake, Drake got, got a flying Lambo. Travis Scott got a roller coaster to his shit. Yeah. And like Drake's like, flying around. He's flying treat around. Me like, treat me like these people. I'd invest into your shit, you know? Like, have some real, real, real entertainment. Um, Like, Chance. I love Chance. Like, he... You know, I heard he was taking losses on his shows when he was doing, like, the Coloring Book tour because he yeah. put so much into the theatrics of his performance. And, like, sure. I think that mattered for rappers. You know, like, I Kanye think it's... Kanye West. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye West, huge influence in me. Uh, Lupe Fiasco even is uh, really big on that stuff. Um, I just saw Lupe in Denver, man. Just saw Yeah, Lupe, huge influence of mine. But, yeah, I... Uh, I mean, I, I like entertainment. Like, I like when yeah. people take shit serious. I don't like when people, like, stumble on stage and they, like, you don't even know if the mic working. Like, you know, <laughs> big-ass, big influence for me. Yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff that's happening right now with, the, like, the protest and uh, all these, you know, everything that's just happening in the world. Like, Outkast was on that, like, about two, three years ago when they went on the reunion tour. Yeah, like, uh, Andre, he had those uh, messages. Right. Yeah, he was every night on that, bro. Like, mm -hmm. he was... I think he was early to nothing like that, but he was. He was about it. They canceled that tour because they were like making the type of noise that they should have, and it was like, <sighs> I was. I wish I didn't come to Chicago. I wish I could have seen it. Yeah, they were. They were out in Tinley Park. I had to make a trip for that one. Oh uh, yeah. But oh, speaking of yeah, 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 it was it was hard, bro. Like I mean, look, man, I didn't got to tell you, man. Like I'm probably one of 15 people who was singing word for word. It was a young crowd <laughs> because it was more of a festival atmosphere. It wasn't just an outcast show. Right. So, you know, sometimes you look around and you're like kind of upset, like, yo, these people aren't taking this greatness seriously that's in front of their face. But it don't matter about them as long as I'm getting what I got to get out of it. Especially but, yeah. when they perform the classic songs off of like a Quimini, you know what Come I mean? On like, I'm, Come I'm, on now. I'm in the zone, you know? I went to one show at Tinley Park. It was the best show I've seen in my whole life. Yeah. I feel like I'll never see a rap show that's anywhere close to as good as it. Who was it? It pisses me off that people don't talk about it more. Like, it was so legendary. Um, fucking, it was Lil Wayne versus Drake too. I went to that. I went to that. It was so serious. Like, it was, yeah. like, they were at a whole time, they would, Drake would do three songs and Wayne would do three songs. And, and then, and then you, you had to vote it. on your phone. Yeah, and you left it and they, they sent you the set list. Like, they, right, they right. were going three for three for three, two for two, one for one. And it was like, these motherfuckers had 40 Billboard records of peace. Like, like, just swinging on each other. And, yeah. like, <laughs> and they broke. 
tools. Like, you know, like, like iron sharpens iron, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the coolest shit, you know? And, uh, yeah, that was, I think, was that at Tinley Park, bro? That was yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit was super legendary, man. Yeah, not a bad venue. Uh, you yeah. mentioned, uh, you mentioned with everything that's going on with the, uh, with um, the George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter. I saw you down at the protest, man. How, how, what, what, what was your experience down there? Um, Man, well, I mean, first and foremost, you know, I just want to, like, show an angle of Chicago that the news doesn't show. Um, that's why I chose to use my platform to demonstrate in, in a, you know, in that type of action. I, uh, I view, I got 10,000 people a week that come to my profile, you know what I'm saying? So now it's 10,000 people more that know that, like, motherfuckers ain't throwing bricks through windows. Like, we sitting on the floor here, and the only people bringing weapons to this are the police. And uh, you need a visual to that, you know? And that's that's why I was there. You know, I also think it's important for, for people like uh, for people like me to, uh, to get out, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't um, I'm physically able, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's all that matters, you know? I'm, I'm, I struggle, like, you know, not putting action to words, you know? So if I, if I got an opinion on something, like, I'm gonna shake something, you know? I, I don't yeah. feel comfortable, like, getting on that podium. I don't feel like that's my place, et cetera, et cetera. But simply put, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a white dude that, that spent a lot of time in black communities, you know what I'm saying? A lot more than your average white dude. Um, I obviously profit off, of, you know, hip hop music, which is black. I've always said that, like, you know, like, it's it's just, um, I, I, like, Paul, me and you, we'll talk about stuff like this all the time. And, right. you know, when you're talking with your homie, you know, you can keep it black and white. Not like your homie, homie. When you're talking with your fan, you can keep it black and white. I think when you get to, like, a bigger world, um, there's a lot of people that, like, bite their tongue. And I think we got to get used to talking without biting our tongues. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is this is how I feel. This is how you feel. And we all allowed to feel like that. Except if you're racist, obviously. <laughs> we have <the> <laughs> and, you know, zero tolerance policy for racism. Everybody allowed to have an opinion unless you're fucking racist. Uh, <laughs> but, I, like, how do I feel, man? I'm sick. Like, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I, you know, how do I feel? Like, it's, I, you know, I'm scared for, for my black friend to drive home from my house post 11 p.m. Like, I'm, you know, I... You know, we, we can get into it, into it. But how you know me, bro? Like, I, I was, um, the first way I ever made money in my life was was being a token white dude in a situation. You know what I'm saying? So the the perspective that, that I have on it is definitely a perspective that makes me uh, feel like I should do, do more. And we all feel like we should do more. But it just makes me feel like I should be as active as possible. Like I do need to have those conversations with people because it is progressive. It is like the best thing that I can do today. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, in regards to like protests, how was it? It was unorganized. Like it was, it was different. It was 2020. Like people were handing me like alkaline 9.5 pH water and shit, you know? <laughs> and it was like, and like, and like Nutrigrain bars and like Cliff bars. And it was like, it was cool, like uh, you could tell the people like were, were definitely not gonna get tired. Like the people were gonna keep reinforcing the people, um, but it's 2020. You know, it's not it's not a civil rights movement from my angle. That's kind of like what it looked like. You know, I think it needs like uh, the the actual protest to do some more 
more leadership. And I don't think that shit comes from rappers. I don't think that shit comes from anything like me. You know, I don't think that shit comes from Chance the Rapper. I think that shit comes from, you know, people that in the community that have studied the art of protest and, you know, have real, real, real history on black education and, and black history. And I don't, and I, I, I make rap music, you know what I mean? I also don't think there's that many people looking at me to do that, you know? Um, and yeah, I think we need better leaders in the community. I think we need better organization. I think we need, um, well, yeah, I'll leave it at that. You know, I think those are the biggest things that we need, you know? And I know Chicago not going to get tired, though, man. You know, it's inspiring. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's inspiring just to see, like, that these people are going to keep reinforcing people, you know? And then you also see, like, the cops kind of changing their tone. Like, these dudes are sitting on the floor. Like, I don't, I'm... I'm done being like this militant. Like I'm gonna put this baton down. Like these, no one doing anything, you know. And they're exercising. I don't know. I think so many people go there to see the spectacle too, which is like. That's why I said it's 2020, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's not not some of these people want chaos, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like they they pull up to see the spectacle, like, and it's like. I don't know a lot. It's it's um the the protest that I went to was great. You know, I, I went to two protests. You know, and they both of them were great. I've also heard of a lot of stuff that was organized by people that were like that had brands and blah blah blah. You know, pretty obviously had alternative agendas, and it was like, you know, let let's keep it focused. You know, let's get it done, and let's like let's uh, apply pressure where it belongs. And um, I don't think that should be that like challenging. You know, I just I think. Focus needs to stay where it is, you know. Yeah. Are you uh are you I guess planning to put any of that energy into your uh upcoming music? I don't know. I'm still like just keeping it light, keeping it light. <laughs> no, I mean I don't keep it light, light, like I got a song called Past Tense, like where the music video make you cry. Like I don't keep it light. I'm definitely not afraid to go there. Um yeah. You know, if anything, I think I should keep it light term. You know, <laughs> I think most of my shit heavy. I think most of my shit kind of heavy. But I just don't do politics, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not educated. I'm not informed. I have rapper ass opinions. Like, yeah, I want to defund the police. I fucking hate the police. I've never called the police once in my life. Um, I'm not going to talk too smart about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know uh, Paul served. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I've had, I've had conversations with him and the conversations with my other homies that have served that, that have positive and negative things to say about like America. My, I'm not, uh, I wasn't born in America, side note. Um, I was born in the UK. My dad is in a United States citizen. Um, you know, so I don't. There's I'm a lot of different my, issues than just my yeah. black friends, bro. Like I, I ain't yeah. got no time to talk about Donald Trump's weak ass, like his orange ass. Like I, I hate him. You know? like, <laughs> I'm not gonna put him into my music. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no. no. Chance, like no chance. But um, I'm scared for my black friends, bro. Like I'm yeah. scared that they're, they're like you know I'm I'm terrified for my black friends. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's gonna hit my music because that's what's going on. And like nice. I just, I'm just illustrating on what my eyes see, you know? And he is different, you know, to to, to put that into a, a song. And, uh, you know, usually you you put, you got an idea in your head, you're gonna put something in the song, people gonna be in the car and it's gonna hit them. Right. And they just, you know, if you put this in the car, you, you wanna make people think, you wanna make people think like, 
and, and just you know make go to the right place like you know wow that's that's a very interesting opinion that's just an interesting take on it um and i think you can illustrate that with a bar or two you know like i don't a whole song is so it's very reactive um for somebody that's never made a political song or had a political agenda right yeah you said one of your influences is rage against the machines man that's that's very yeah. you know in the times bro like i've always been like an anti-establishment dude like i'm just not like with the government you know i'm a free enterprise dude i had a job in six years like i've i'm not with you know i just don't like the system like i said i never called cops i think the system i i uh, got ex uh i got suspended when I was in high school, out of school for like giving out my CD, like things like that. So I always like really felt like high school needed to be reformed and, and the way that we get taught things needs to be reformed. And that's just, that's just who I am. That's how I've always been. And then within this, like, that's how I feel. That's how I've always felt, you know? And I think um, it's really important to think for yourself right now, like above everything. It's really, really, really important to think for yourself right now. Um, and you know, creating definitely allows me to do that, you know. Now getting off, getting off the uh, heaviness, want to, want to get to a, a lighter topic. I saw on your, uh, I saw on your Twitter, man, you got this new iPhone it's still sitting there. <laughs> now as a, as a rapper myself, I know how, uh, how near and dear that uh, note note app is. I can scroll back and see, see notes and raps from four or five years ago. What, uh, What's your thoughts right now, bro? Have you switched over? Are you uh, I'm on, I'm still on. a little shaky on the cloud, you know, keeping uh, keeping everything intact? Yeah, I hate the cloud, man. It stresses me out. <laughs> you don't want to lose that energy, man. Like I say, I'm anti-establishment fucking cloud. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, no, I got, I got, um, I switched over to my new phone. It's mad easy, you know. I was being yeah. a dumbass. It's super easy. Um you know, like, so easy, my mom could do it, you know, um, but, yeah, I don't know, man, it's, it's, um, I got, like, the, uh, the, uh, I keep hard drives with me, but, like, all my music and my videos, so I take everything off my computer and off, like, I don't trust anything, but it's staying safe, nothing to yeah, get leaked, I got, backups. I got backups for those hard drives, so I don't really give a fuck like what's on the cloud or what's on there. As long as those hard drives is cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Hey man, you you also got this uh, article with Vocalo, and, and yeah. they they, they kind of shout out to them, and they and they kind of mentioned something, man, that, that that you know ties into what we were talking about, you know, on the side conversation before. It's about your your growth. You know what I mean? Like like as an artist, man, through through your creative process through, through over the years, and you know, obviously stuff that happens to you throughout your life, man, whatever the case may be. Like, like, what's the main thing you think I, that you learned being an artist, you know, that helped you grow the most? Trust yourself. You know, like, your, your success isn't, isn't dependent on anybody but yourself. And I think, like, you know, that's like, it's like the basketball player, like, finally realizing, like, you know, like, you, you need to go get this bucket. Like, you're the only one that's going to make it happen yourself, you know, and... I think for me, um, without I'm a hustler, and without really being accountable, I, I didn't realize that I was like looking at other people and, and was dependent on other people to like, like yo, I just finished this, like, let's let's bring it up here, and the only person that's gonna bring it up here is me, 
that the only person that's going to work as hard as this is, is me. And to ask of other people, it's not like self-righteous or crazy or anything. Like, this is valid. That's cool. That's how things get big. But if you're not, you know, doing what you need to do on your angle, like, not, nothing going to happen, you know? And, and my growth is strictly due to that. Like, I just stopped looking at everybody. I'm more selfish than I've ever been in my whole life. I don't like it. Like, I'm trying to get used to it. Um, I, I talk to way less people than I've ever talked to in my life. I don't like it. I'm trying to get used to it. You know, I, um, I you know, give a cold shoulder to a couple of people I used to give a lot of time of day to. I don't like it. I'm getting used to it. I'm protecting my energy, you know, like I'm protecting my growth. Like it's, it's very scalable. It's very direct. It's very, like I said, with our diet, right? It's everything that comes in and out of us. So, um, that's it, you know, just protecting the growth, man. I think it really came from just, like, depending on myself and stop looking for, to other people to do stuff, you know, and uh, that's it. Just like I think that alone is, like, the ultimate form of faith, right, and, like, your relationship with your faith is, like, I'm going to really jump and I'm really not looking. Like, it's not spiteful. Like, I'm, I'd love to take this free fall right now. It's nothing else in the world for me besides this free fall, you know? Right. And that's just, that's it, really. Hey. Full speed ahead, man. Full speed ahead. All right, last, last. Like, I've never had a plan B, you know, so it's crazy. Like, I've never had a plan B. So I always thought, like, I was, like, with the free fall and blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't because I was waiting for a couple people to pick me up. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, This is the true, true, true free fall. Like, this is me. I don't even want you to pick me up. Like, let me smack the floor if that's the deal. Like, I got it. Now we got a little less than a, a little over four minutes left. Uh, I guess just plug yourself, man. Let us know what you want the world to know, what you got coming up next, what we should be yeah. uh, waiting for, looking out for. Um, man, um, just keep an eye on me. I'm going to keep working, 100%. Yeah. I'm going to keep working. Uh, I'm going to keep putting out this music, man. I, I want to be – I'm going to be and I have been 2020 MVP – I did okay. nobody in Chicago doing it like me at all right now. Uh, I know a lot of people keeping their music like on, on their phone and their computer right now because they like they don't want to get outside and and not like with the virus they don't want to get outside. Obviously, I don't mean it like that, but they don't. Yeah. They scared to let this shit go because it might not hit like it's supposed to hit. I know my stuff hitting because it hits you here and it hits you here. You know what I'm saying? And you know I know that's why I'm I'm having the best year in the entire city right now. Um, so I just want to keep reinforcing that, you know, like I don't really feel like um, I'm even really warmed up. You know, I, I'm trying to, on my end, just like get really focused in the studio right now. I'm about to go out to L.A. for a little bit. Um, it's cancer season. My birthday is hey. July 21st. So That's I just it. been like, just in my bag, bro. Like, like I said, like spending more time than ever by myself, saying no a lot more than saying yes. Like, you know, making the right decisions, keeping my head like, on my shoulders, you know, taking yeah. all the distractions out of there, clearing my plate, and yeah, from the outside looking in, man, it's just, just more and more and more and more and more music, more high quality music, more high quality videos. I'd like to put out a project this year, but I also want to tour Clarity. So I know if I put out another project like that'll kind of succeed Clarity, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll figure out how to do all that, but. We'll see, man. I mean, really, and then just, like, just being there for people. You know, I think, like, that's where, where we are right now. Like, just being there for people. Um, not Somebody doesn't need a new song a day right now. You know, people need positivity. Um, people need, like, 
don't know, just the sunshine. Some hope. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Hope yeah. being a light for people and um inspiration, bro. Smiling through the bullshit, man. It's a superpower, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Now where can we find your merch and what song should we uh leave the people with? Okay, yeah, my merch is on uh J A M S T F C dot com, James yeah. J A M S T F C dot com. I'm like sold out to be honest. I sold about uh, 150 pieces over four weeks, which is amazing, man. It means the world to me. Um, I know like stores that don't do that, and um, I didn't even get to go outside, you know. So <laughs> I, was on, I was on tour. If I was on tour, we really would have sold like five, six hundred, which is like, that's man, it's really cool. It, it means yeah. the world to me, um, and it means that like. This shit's officially in action, you know. But yeah, you can find that on jamesflavorchild.com, J A M S T F C dot com. Um, what else? A song? Um, should play that one AM. That seems All like right. it's the hit off the album, you know. What All people right. want. Um, yeah, that's it. Really, that's all I got. Hey man, thank you for sitting down with us, bro. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Bro. On a Sunday, man, I had it. I saw last night at like 1 a.m. Like, y'all lit. He's like, man. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm lit. I was waiting for him to be like, me too, bro. Like, we going to 11 tomorrow. He was like, bet. I was ready for whatever. I was ready. Hey, yo. We got Jams to play with child on the car. We appreciate him coming through. Hell yeah. Clarity out, out right now. Street. Clarity out right now. 1 a.m. coming yeah. up right now. That's right. Yeah, hey, we appreciate you, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah, love. Thanks for having me, yo. Congrats on it with the car, man. Yeah, Thank you. Guys, gonna keep doing it big, man. I can't wait to come back and you know. Yeah. See, now you guys got the mics. Who knows what you guys are? You know what it is. Come hey, on, every time, every time. Like got a studio <laughs> audience next time. Hey, 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 that yeah, audio is real. Point. Hey. 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 For real. Hell yeah, bro. One a.m. Yeah, hey, so this is gonna go up on YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on YouTube and SoundCloud. I'll send I'll send you the links. About 3 a.m. when you put me public. We started at 1 a.m. though. Yeah. Close the curtains, turn off the lights. We up all night, sleep away the morning. I just want peace. I don't wanna fight. I wish I wasn't, but I'm so absurd. Count my blessings, fight my curses. Every day I refine my purpose, one day at a time. Step by step, 1 a.m. drunk text from my ex. This ain't even about the sex, it's about doing more and being worried less. This about the courage that it takes to do what's best for you. I'm sipping 80 proof. Once I get my head fucked up and I don't know what's the next move. Fuck it. Kill me today and bury me in the studio. 1 a.m. Full take of gas, just driving. Just reminiscing for 20 or 7 and I'm on my stairway to heaven. I'm not looking in the rear view. This my life, mm -hmm. I took control of the wheel. I took control of the uh. 1 a.m. Full take of gas, just driving. Just reminiscing for 20 on 7, and I'm on my stairway to heaven. 1 a.m. Full take of gas, just driving. Just driving. Just driving. I wonder what the world wants from me. Wonder what this money really means to me. Wonder what my little cuss thinks of me. I know all my friends will go to war for me. I know Kevin up there looking down on me. No task is too tall for me Obstacles are obsolete and there's some things you just can't teach Like you gotta learn how to love yourself By yourself and yourself only Some days get lonely Stay strong, keep going 
And never be scared to fail Or you trap your mind inside of a jail You give up everything that you stand for If you wanna pay the bill So fuck what they think I sip the drink If you don't try, then you won't learn And we live on borrowed time So you live your life Cause I'ma live mine You live your life Cause I'ma live mine One day at a time I look at the world Like I know it's mine It just take time 1am Full take a gas Just driving Just reminiscing Put 20 on 7 And I'm on my stairway to heaven I'm not looking in the rear view This my life mm -hmm -hmm. I took control of the wheel I took control of the 1am Full take a gas Just driving Just reminiscing, put 20 on 7 and I'm on my stair with a heaven I know we say, uh, like, failure is not an option and all that But, uh, that's true, of course, but failure is the best teacher 1 a.m.